what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good? Come on, you can think of at least three things, right, that are good. Come on, stretch. Hello, hello. I hope you are doing amazing. And I also hope that you're ready for this word. No, 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 no. Delete. You are ready for this word, right? All right. So I'm going to share today actually with you. It is a model that I have found to be super effective in helping me get out of mind drama. All right. Mind drama, if you're new, (laughs) mind drama is when you go into future tripping mode where you're literally tripping about the future. You're you're doing it in a negative way though, typically, right? You're you're picturing all of the scenarios. And sometimes you do it to a point too where they're actually good scenarios. There's just a huge gap between the scenario and where you are and you're getting overwhelmed with thoughts of how to close that gap in your own strength, right? And any dream, any feat, any exploit that God has for us usually is much larger than us and we can't do it on our own and we we need the God factor, right? We need to build with God because unless the Lord builds the house, it will not stand. And he also promises that we get to have and enjoy our life. So it's not fun to have all the things but be miserable and actually hate who you are. Or, or not even have time to operate as who you've been put on this earth to be. That is not thriving, my friend, okay? So I'm going to share a process that helps me personally, and many of my clients give me great feedback about this, so I thought I would share here about how it helps them get out of their own mind drama. A lot of times this could be anxiety, right? also what I call future tripping. This could be ruminating on past things. This could be hanging on to unforgiveness or resentment. This can be envy and jealousy and comparing yourself to other people and and feeling some sort of competition going on. And you're not here to compete against anyone, by the way. But all of that, it's wild. We've got so much drama going on in our mind. Like it's its own sitcom. We don't need Netflix and CNN. We've got enough drama going on in our brain to keep us real busy, okay? So this process is something that you can start practicing rather than giving all that drama airtime and letting it torment you, okay? (laughs) So first of all, I wanted to give you some words that really back what I'm going to share up, okay? So first one is Hebrews 11.6, and it says, and without faith... You already know where I'm going. And without faith, it is impossible. Literally, it is impossible to please God. Okay? Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Yo, this verse 
right here was a struggle for this girl for a minute. And still, I have to check myself before I wreck myself, okay? I'm human, just like you, all right? Now, here's the thing. Without faith, there's my first problem. I didn't have faith, <laughs> right? I had faith in what I could see. I could have faith in what I could count on, which was myself, right? I knew how I was going to show up. I don't know how their humans are going to show up or what's going to happen. And because a lot of trauma and dysfunction in my own life, I didn't have a lot of faith in humans <laughs> or trust in humans or expectation that things were going to go well. Like I was almost preparing for them not to. And I kept inviting more and more of that into my life. Not fun, right? So no faith. There's my first problem. It's impossible. So I'm already setting myself up to fail just by not having faith, right? It's impossible to please God because basically when you're not operating in faith, when you're not honoring God and recognizing that God is God, that he's sovereign, that he's in control, that he's got you, right? You're living opposite or counter to him. You're living against him, right? You're you're in disobedience, but you're you're living as if he doesn't exist, right? Like that's the worst position that you could put yourself in, right? Because anybody who comes to God must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him because he's God and he's a good God and he's a good father, right? So this verse alone, meditating on it day and night can give you some awesome revelation if you work this with Holy Spirit, right? Holy Spirit, I repent of my little faith. <laughs> I repent of my unbelief. I am willing to believe differently. I am willing to see the possibilities where I once saw just all impossible, right? I want to believe. Help me with my unbelief. Thank you, God, that even now, even now you see my little mustard seed. You see my little mustard seed and how I am sowing this from a pure place. And I thank you that even now, you reward me who is earnestly seeking you with all my heart in Jesus name, right? Like I turn this into a very practical experience and God moves, man. God moves. Why? He rewards those who earnestly seek him because he's good. He's good. We are righteous because of Jesus. He's good. Okay. Now Hebrews 11 one says this, what is faith, right? Faith Okay, so a girl had to simplify this in the beginning. Remember, I didn't have any, so I had to break down what it was. <laughs> faith, okay, good, I can work with this. A definition, give me a definition. The word nerd needs a definition, all right? Now faith, here we go, is confidence. Mm, next problem, confidence. Okay, confidence in what? In what we hope for. That feels dangerous, right? If you've been let down over and over, if you've been discouraged, it can be challenging to decide to hope again, to, to step out again, to just give that, I'm going to do it, right? Again, right? To take that risk. It takes a ton of courage, okay? But you have that. That's the good thing. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance, we can use assurance. Assurance is a good thing. It's not bad to need that. Assurance, affirmation, right? About what we do not see, okay? Other people would tell you that you're crazy because you see things that they can't see. Expect that. Know that. Don't look for them to be your reinforcement or your assurance. Here's what this says. Now faith, now faith is confidence, okay? So if you don't have confidence, you ain't in faith in what we hope for. Are you confident about what you're hoping for? Or are you wavering? All right. 
It's confidence of what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And God is so good and so merciful that he gives us that reassurance, right? He keeps showing us patterns or holding up a a word or a phrase or something that, that gets our attention. Like God knows how to speak in the language that we can receive and he does it because he's good, right? Here is another one. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you sure? (laughs) This one, simple. Simply believe. Like what? Okay. The girl who makes everything complicated (laughs) and believes everything is hard? You want me to just simply believe? That sounds simply ridiculous, right? But that's the verse. Simply believe. Right? That, that's what you got to do. Simply believe. So I am going to walk you through a process to simply believe. Are you ready? Okay. Well, first I want to <laughs> give you a bonus. There are two things that I've noticed have really brought acceleration into my life. Number one, it's partnering with God. And I, I distinguish this as different than partnering with self-help partnering with law of attraction and manifesting, just leaning on my own understanding or just trying to be good enough and trying to figure out what I want and what I need and how I'm going to make it work. There's a difference between that and actually partnering with God. Okay. When I'm partnering with God, I actually am seeking God. I'm pursuing God. I'm making it about God. I'm asking God, God, what is on your heart? What is it that you see for me? Give me wisdom, empower me, cause my mind to align with your mind for me and your heart for me, guide and establish my steps and cause them to succeed. Like I'm literally partnering with God and trusting that he's supporting me and guiding me and giving me divine inspiration and ideas and wisdom and revelation and giving me the steps one day at a time, one moment at a time, right? And I live with this faith that I am supported, that I am prepared. Even when it's uncertain, I have the certainty that God's with me, that he's for me, that he's in in me, right? That I carry influence. So even if I don't know what to do, I'm trusting that Holy Spirit's going to reveal something to me, right? God's going to show up. Like that's what I know, okay? So number one (laughs) is partner with God. Number two is really come from a place of loving and serving people and offering solutions to problems with kingdom frameworks and faith, okay? Now, if you're not in a space where you're constantly loving and serving other people and offering solutions to their problems and really bringing kingdom breakthrough, right, and and faith to them, then this might also be something that you can do. Whatever industry you're in, wherever you're really working with God, whatever area that is, it could be family, it could be... Uh, a new business, it could be a ministry of some kind, but get around mentors and coaches and, and people that have fruit in these areas, that have influence in these areas that you can glean from, that can support you, that can shave years off of your learning curve, that can mentor you and really help hold you accountable and just reveal some blind spots. Personally, I've learned quite a bit from people that have actually gotten things wrong. And I am so moved by their humility and their grace and their willingness to share how they've messed up. Okay. Because you can learn a lot from people that, that do it well, right? Like relationships, for example, when somebody has, has demonstrated, let's say 28 plus years, faithfully married, right? And happy and joyful, right? Like what? Like let me glean from that, right? Like share some wisdom with me, right? How are you making it work? when divorce is so common, 
right? Like, how are you guys still in this and still in love? Like, what, what are you working? What are the principles that you're operating from, right? That's an example, right? Sometimes you can get mentors. Maybe they're, they're struggling in relationship, for example, but they're really great in a, let's say, accounting. And you really need help in accounting, right? And they demonstrate fruit in that area, right? You can have mentors in many different areas. You can have many different mentors. But the key is to understand, is it, you know, upright and ethical and and productive and demonstrating fruit, right? And connecting to people is very, very powerful because we were never designed to do things alone. And so just praying for those divine connections and to be connected to those that you can build with, right? Powerful, powerful stuff. So those are a couple of just bonus keys that I want to present here before this model that I walk you through to help really shift out of works, and works of the flesh and into a spirit-led life, all right? So the model is DBA, DBA. I don't know that that sounds cute or has any fun rhyme to it, but it's DBA. (laughs) So the first one here is desire. The first part of the model is desire. And the beautiful thing about this with faith is faith says that you can have what you desire, that you're worthy of it because you are. So amazing, right? So this desire piece is all about giving yourself permission to want what you want. Usually at some point in our life, we've talked ourselves out of things or we've failed enough times that we just believe that it's not supposed to work. And so we just stop wanting what we want and we, we just give up, right? But even now, hang on. The good news is, is that it's never too late. Okay, and God doesn't give you desires to tease you. All right, so give yourself permission to desire, right? To want what you want. What do you want? What do you want? All right, and I know it can be scary if you don't have an answer to that. You might have gotten to a point like I did where you're so busy serving other people, right? You're so busy putting other people's needs before your own and doing good things, but not God things that you have competing commitments, you have distractions, and you have no clue where you start in any of that. You have no clue where you are, right? It's okay. It's a call for alignment and permission to still what, what want what you want and to get into agreement with that. Why do you want it? Why is that important to you, right? Get clear on what it is that you desire, All right, journal about that. What do I want? Why do I want that? Why is that important to me? Right, and you can also ask yourself, why did I give up on that? Mm Mm-hmm, big time. All right, number two. Number two in the model, this is D, B. We on B now, all right? B is believe. Believe, simply believe, right? That one that gets an eye roll, usually. (laughs) But... Repent, turn from the eye roll, turn from the sarcasm, turn from the unbelief, repent for that and be willing, be willing to believe, be willing to see things differently. What does this mean? This means believe in yourself, right? Believe that God didn't mess up when he created you. He knew exactly what he was up to. He knew exactly what time he put you on earth. He knew exactly what was going to be going on in the world and exactly why he put you here to be a solution, right? Believe in yourself all of your uniqueness, everything that makes you a great weirdo, right? Like all of that stuff. Believe in that. Believe. 
Yeah. And then believe that what you want, what you desire is possible. Without faith, it's impossible to please God, right? And God's not just going to give you a desire that's impossible. It's possible because you're connected to God. It is possible. It is possible, right? And believe in the impact that you are here to create. So with this, believe in the people that you're here to serve. Who are they? Where are they? Why do they need you to show up in their life? What's going to happen if you don't show up, right? Activate that belief. Start start feeling what that feels like. Like, don't just sit on a question and just write it out because you want a check mark on your homework assignment, right? Like, literally, get into the feeling of it. Block time and journal this sucker out. You can put some worship music. I usually like doing it without lyrics or some soaking music on in the background, but just even ask Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, work with me through this. Walk with me through this, right? This is a model too that that I do a lot with clients. So coaching and partnering with somebody and coaching is a beautiful gift also just to really draw out that gold that's in you. So that's another option too if you want to take it further. But believe, simply believe. Yep. And then lastly, number three, the third part of the model here, D, B, we on A. This one, huge, but you can't get to it without the other two. Imagine that. This is accept, accept. <laughs> you probably have heard accept from the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. <laughs> right? But accept, all right? Accept that it's done, that your desire is already done, right? That God has good plans for you, right? Like God already has a plan for your life. He's already laid that sucker out, right? I don't know why I'm saying sucker today. (laughs) The enemy's a sucker because you're waking up. There we go. All right. So accept, accept that what you desire is already done, Your belief was a key that activated that being released in the earth, right? Accept that it's already done. How do you live when you know it's already done? What do you operate from? Faith, confidence, certainty, clarity, power, authority, right? Wisdom, expectancy, joy, right? When you're not out hustling, when you're not out trying to force things or make things happen or living from this like desperate, graspy energy, right? You live different. (laughs) You think different. You have a totally different emotional home. The energy that you're putting in motion every day, you start to look like God, actually, right? And you show up and you actually carry influence. Not even what you say sometimes or even how you do, just like the presence that you have. It is powerful. People notice. They're like, I don't even know what you got, but like you you got it. <laughs> and I want some of that, right? Like I just need to be connected to you, right? I need to glean something from you because you got something that I, I need to know what that is. I, I don't have that in my life and I want more of that in my life. How do I get it, Right? accept that it's done, and live from wholeness. What I love about God's peace, this peace that surpasses all understanding, is it means that there's nothing missing and that there's nothing broken, okay? So when you live from that, that's wholeness. That's freedom. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So imagine 
yourself. You've got this brilliant imagination. You got a whole nation in your mind and we usually imagine really cray cray stuff. Okay. So if you can imagine crazy, start imagining that this is already done. Start imagining what that looks like for you. How do you show up when you know it's done? How do you show that you up when you know it's on the way, right? Maybe you've heard like the Amazon package example, right? When it's done, like it's already on the way. <laughs> it's already making its its way to you, right? It's going to be delivered, right? It's out for shipping. Delivery scheduled for this time, right? So you would prepare. You would prepare for the thing that you prayed for. You would prepare for it to show up. You would make space for it, right? If it's, you know, a piece of furniture, you'd get, get rid of the old stuff. You'd make space for it, right? You'd get other stuff organized and properly positioned so that when it shows up, you're ready and you can get it in place. So are you preparing, right? So what do you do with this model? This model is helpful to really assess what is the energy that I'm showing up in. It's a a litmus test real fast to understand am I in faith or fear in any area of my life, right? Like am I wanting what I want in any area, in health, in wealth, in expression, in relationships, in purpose, in, in career, sometimes that's different, in ministry, right? In my relationship with God, right? Like where am I at? Am I wanting what I want here? Am I believing in it? Or am I really not at all, right? Am I accepting it? Am I grateful? Am I living from gratitude? Am I living like I know what I know, right? And that I'm supported and deeply loved and provided for? Am I living like a victim? Am I living like an orphan? Or am I living like a child of God that's here to rule and reign in this life? Starting with myself, right? Starting with getting my mind right and being really intentional about what, and deliberate about what I'm thinking about and about what emotions that I give life to and what I entertain and what I tolerate and what I accept and what I partner with and how I show up. Like the inner work is work. But once you do it, you start to really get better at it. And when you invest in your own inner life, your outer life changes, it has to. And that's the beauty of this work, right? So that is the process, that is the model. And you can work through it and really journal these things out and write these things out to get back into a space of alignment. So this is a process or a model that I use to call myself back to attention or to call myself back to alignment. And I work a lot with clients to do this. Sometimes it can feel like you've got to sift through a lot of mind drama, right? But no work is wasted. So as you keep doing this work, that chatter, that cray cray, that drama that's going on in your brain, it gets quieter, right? And when that gets quieter, God gets louder. Your spiritual sentences start getting heightened when you become more available for them, all right? So when you turn down all of the drama, you can hear, you can be led, you have room to to be led, right? To to really receive, because God has a still, small voice often, okay? And we've got to be present and alert and diligent and be in constant pursuit of that connection, right? Wisdom, for example, is pursued. Kind of like dating. A lady likes being pursued. She's worthy and deserving of being pursued. Well, so is God, right? So hopefully (laughs) this is a process that you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Uh, (laughs) And it showed up right on time. 
I would love to hear from you and what you think. If you are not following me, I would appreciate it so much if you would follow me over here. Just follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it from. You can also connect with me and learn more about coaching and the God's Vibes Matter books, the self-mastery course, and so many other neat powerful things over at julianapage.com. You can follow me over on YouTube. There's a lot of uplifting content, totally free content over there too. So you can follow me and subscribe so that you can be the first to know anytime a new video comes out. And all my social media links are also on julianapage.com. So you can connect with me over there. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed. Stay blessed.